You're listening to the Fable 411 podcast produced by the City of Fable, where you'll get information about city governance and all the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments to help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Fable 411. I'm Gavin McRoberts. And I'm Nicarla Webb. We are your host for the podcast. I'm filling in for Sherry. Today we have FAST, Fayetteville Area System of Transit Director Randy Hume here. And you know, many people will use FAST to get to work or, or get to their medical appointments or maybe even visit their classes. And since the beginning of the health crisis with COVID-19, FAST has transported more than 29,000 people each week. For this episode, we want to chat about some of the steps taken to slow the spread of the coronavirus, uh, what are some changes in store for Election Day, and some of the new vehicles that you got in your fleet. Randy, the way you do business is different because of the coronavirus. Passengers enter from the back of the bus. Currently, drivers don't collect cash, and cleaning is top of mind. Talk about pandemic changes and how the federal federal government helped. Well, again, we we started a very aggressive campaign of cleaning buses back in February before uh, it really things got started. And I think we've, that has paid off, and we've done some deep cleaning of our facilities. Uh, and uh, we've we've just been we've just been very blessed. We've we've tried a number of things as if new things came along. So we have shields on buses and everything else. And as you mentioned, we load by the back of the bus. The the, the federal government has been very uh, forthcoming in terms of funding. Uh, they they of course made our grants very flexible that we could. Uh, provide things for the coronavirus. But in addition, they uh, uh, we had the CARES Act and, you know, we got $9 million to help us keep the system going, you know, and, and in addition, you know, they paid for us to put shields that protect our drivers and keep people uh, socially distanced and, and, and all that. So they have been very forthcoming and very helpful uh, in, in making this possible. And right now I know uh, buses, bus fares are all free because of uh, COVID-19. Um, and I know that could change in the future. So election day is going to be an exemption. You guys are doing things slightly different to help people get to the polls easily. Um, tell us what will be different on November 3rd. Well, November 3rd on election day, uh, all of our buses, whether we're charging for fares at the time or not, will will be free. So all our service will be free, whether it's the paratransit service or our fixed route buses. And uh, you can you can ride those all day. Again, we'll, we right now it looks like we'll still be loading by the back door, but uh, we, we will be there for people. We don't want to be an obstacle. We want to be an assistance to, for people can uh, cast their uh, and use their right to vote. Recently, FAST employees participated in Tri-Transit Week. Talk about economic and environmental benefits of using public transportation. Well, uh, public transportation is, is very valuable to our city. Uh, it's been valuable during this pandemic in that we've uh, we've continued to have pretty good ridership, even though it you know, dropped. But, uh, you know, so people use us to get to work. Uh, our Most of our surveys show that just slightly under 50% are using us to get to jobs. And then other people are using it for uh, education and other things like that. Uh, all of that rolls forward and to make sure people have spending money for the economy. And then, and then from an environmental point of view, uh, we have done a lot to, uh, to help make sure that people the less they drive, the you know the, the more that we're saving on what we're putting into the atmosphere, and uh, in, in addition, we've we've converted some of our buses, our all of our small buses that we run, like the fast track vans, have all been converted to where they use propane, which is both you know a local. Uh, a, or a, a, a product that we have for the you know within the country, so we're not importing anything, as well as is it is cleaner burning. And then one of the exciting things that we've been working on, and it, it's it's taken a while, but uh, we were just awarded some 
Volkswagen settlement money uh, that will help us start transitioning some of our diesel buses over to electric. And so as we buy new buses, uh, we will have some uh, battery electric buses, so they will be much, much quieter and, uh, and, of course, much more clean, much, much more clean. Now, uh, I remember uh, uh, about a month or so ago, f- helping Fast Film a PSA to help promote some of the services, and you guys have one of the new buses out there that came up, and it was nice and shiny new. Uh, I think it still had that new car smell when you got on board. It was a, 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 a really nice bus, and I understand you guys just recently purchased 11 of these new buses, um, light transit vehicles, as well as minivans to help uh, transport and meet all the needs of uh, riders. Now, tell us about some of the special health and safety features of these vehicles and how these vehicles are improving our services to our residents. Well, all of our, all of our buses, of course, are accessible to those with disabilities and so uh, that that is one of the the primary things and in fact uh, we we started the minivans to try to improve our services for people with disabilities and that that was the first for us and those also we're not requiring our drivers for those to have CDL so it's a much we're all opening our workforce up a little a little wider too uh, in terms of safety again they all have uh, the, the small buses do not have uh, enunciators or uh, talking bus features, but they all have, uh, uh, all of our buses, they announce stops, both from the inside and outside the bus. We're actually looking at uh, a feature now that will actually tell people next to the bus when the bus is turning, and that, that will, again, alert pedestrians. So as we're making a turn, that it just makes it safer for everyone. Um, again, we, uh, we, have, we have cameras we have up to 12 cameras on our buses from different angles and uh one of the things we've added over the last few years uh, more of those cameras have uh, have microphones so there's audio so we can hear more the drivers can see more about what's going on on the bus and so uh, we we really stress safety and, and security for our passengers randy you just mentioned safety you recently submitted a safety plan to the state of north carolina what's in that plan and why is it a government requirement well, safety has been a uh, uh, for Federal Transit Administration has been a, a something that they have been pushing and becoming more and more aggressive on over over the last few years, and uh, uh, it, it's good for all of us. They started with rail systems because of some of the accidents that you see on the media, but uh, that is now rolled into uh, bus systems, and it's coming to systems our size, and so it's a requirement really just to uh, somewhat examine what we do and how we can do it better, but also make sure all that's that's documented. And we have some thresholds, some, some things to measure ourselves against better than we maybe we had before and, and provide some more consistency. So it's a, it's a new, new plan, new program uh, that was, uh, you know, this, this year was the year that it finally hit bus systems our size. And so uh, we're, we're pleased that the council approved it and we're moving forward with it. Now, Randy, I know you guys are always looking for grants to help uh, meet the needs of the services and expand and improve what you're doing for residents. Um, you know, how um, do you see your, what is your vision for FAST in the next five to 10 years? Well, my vision for FAST and something I say often is to make our services more convenient. The number one reason you you're going to choose to ride transit is it's convenient. So it's, you know, our competition for a lot is, is for automobile or something else. But yeah, even if you don't have a lot of choices, you will ride us more often if you can catch a bus more frequently. And so we, uh, 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 one of the things I'd really like to see is for us to have some of these hourly routes to have bus service every half hour. And we have one example to show how much that works. Uh, when we moved to the new transit center, we had we had two buses that ran on the same route. It took an hour each way. So there was one hour between buses. Uh, 
we were just too, a little bit too far to streamline it at that point in time. But when we moved the transit center, uh, we, we had this ready to go. And, and so we, uh, we now reduced that time, uh, ride time to trans to between transit center and, um, and the mall to 30 minutes. And those same two buses are carrying over 40% more than they did, than they did when they were just going an hour. So that, that sort of shows it's not all frequency, but it, it, it does show that, uh, Convenience is what helps people choose transit. I know there's a lot of interest in us doing some more, um, uh, more of a express bus park and ride service. Uh, that's one thing. And then I, I think one of the big uh, initiatives I'm working on right now is making our fare collection different. You know, people, uh, you know, a lot of people now pay by their phones. They have apps and everything else that you can do things on. So we're really looking to uh, move from a, the old top fare box to a lot of people to pay most everything by phone or by credit and debit card on the, on the bus, actually. And so we reduce the amount of cash that we're handling. So, Randy, right now during the pandemic, some people may be looking for a new job, new type of work. Uh, can you tell us about any job openings within FAST? Uh, yes, we uh, we are in dire need of bus operators, bus drivers. Uh, we do require CDL, and actually we're working on some things with uh, FTCC to maybe help them uh, start in a, a training and apprentice program for us that will allow us to engage people before they have their CDL and help them get that. Right now, uh, we do require CDL, uh, but we will help them get the endorsements that they need to, to drive, a, drive a bus. But uh, we, we really need, it's a nationwide problem, shortage of bus drivers. I think a lot of people retired, and then uh, it's just uh, been something that uh, has hit all of us at really at one time around the country. And so uh, we've done job fairs. Uh, we're, we're actually working on a virtual job fair where we can do a lot of things in the, under the old system that may have taken a couple of weeks. We can get a lot of those functions done in one day. And that helps us get closer to getting somebody interviewed and hired. Excellent. I know we got a few minutes left in our show, and I just want to, you touched on this a little bit earlier when you talked about kind of updating uh, some of the technology in the buses. I know um, a couple of years ago, uh, we implement a lot of different things, like where you have a text feature where you can see receive texts on updates on when your the next bus is going to be arriving at a specific bus stop. There's the option with the Transloc app uh, where you can go online and you see where your bus is, um, when it's going to get there. Tell me, can you explain a little bit of some of those features, how people use them, and where they can find that at? Yes, and in fact, we're we're working on uh, and actually uh, working on an app where a lot of those things get integrated, so you don't. You're not having to switch between apps, so you know you can go to the same place. You could you can look up your you can, you can plan your trip uh, by you know tell you where you are and where you want to go, and it'll tell you what the next couple buses that will do that and how you get there, how much walk time, and everything else. It'll also help you pay your fare on your phone, as well as uh, tell you when the next bus is going to arrive with our real time passenger uh, system that we have, the the Transloc as you mentioned. So all of all of those things are very uh, are very key to what we do and to make sure making it more convenient of course we started with uh, being able to pay on your phone with a student program we started uh, last year and of course the pandemic has gotten in the way of that but uh, it is again a way that uh, we can make it very easy for people to uh, to be able to pay their fares and it's more of where uh, it looks like our economy is going you know even even myself I use uh, I use my phone for things now I never dreamed I would use before. So, What is the uh, website for uh, the FAST website if people wanted to learn more about some of the services or some of the routes that you guys offer? Uh, our, our, our website is ridefast.net, 
And so you can you can jump on there. We're also part of the city app, and you can get directly there. In fact, that that's one of the easy ways to get it. And so uh, very excited about that. And then we, we also put out information on Facebook, something we used to not do, but now we, uh, we're regularly posting on Facebook, and you can find us there. So, Randy, can you just, uh, in wrapping, just tell us again how you guys are uh, cleaning, what's your cleaning schedule, again, during the pandemic for those of, uh, who may have concerns? Yes, every, every, uh, every, every evening uh, we, we have a thorough cleaning, a wipe, uh, we call it a wipe down, but, it, you know, it is using a disinfectant and wiping them down. We, uh, we actually do a spray on the buses uh, every once in a while, and we spend a lot more time on the inside of the bus now than we do on the outside. Uh, we make sure that we have our social distancing signs, so when you get on the bus, you'll see there are seats that we don't want you to sit in, and uh, we also, uh, again, uh, encourage encourage people to uh, to use the back of the bus uh, to, to board. That way you don't have to go by the driver. You don't have to touch fare box or anything like that. Uh, in our facilities, of course, we – and I also want to mention we also uh, do require that you wear a mask. Again, we're, we're not allowed to uh, say you can't – yeah, we, we can't leave you along the street if you don't have a mask on, but we're going to encourage you to get one the next time you ride. And so that is what we have uh, instructed our operators to do. Uh, but even then in our facility, uh, we have had done deep cleaning of both our transit center and of our garage. And, and uh, that uh, where we just uh, go, go through all the spaces and just make, every nick, make sure every nook and cranny doesn't have a place where this virus can hide. And uh, that, that's what we uh, – believe that's what we do it we're always looking for new ideas too you know and uh just to make sure that we're doing our best and for our point of view we've really we feel it's paid off because we have uh we we have only had one bus operator that has tested positive and we've been doing this for about six and a half seven months and i think that's that's an amazing uh and it's a big credit to our bus operators and how that how well they have done uh out there to make sure everything's safe uh, that's a, a incredible number to hear when you hear of only, especially when you talk about uh, an enclosed space like that and to keep yes. it down to only one uh, uh, infection or confirmation of COVID-19. So, Randy, I really want to thank you for coming on and sharing all this great information about FAST and, and what you guys are doing. Uh, I hope the listeners at home uh, gain some new insights, and I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for what you did. Thank you very much. So be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable, the City of Fable's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as Google the Google Play Music Podcast Portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the Fay TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at fayetteville.nc.gov. Thanks for joining us.